get that? I'm so confused. Also, ich verstehe nur Bahnhof. You only understand train station? It's all Greek to me. Understanding train station. Living between cultures with Josh and Phelan. Welcome back to a new episode of Understanding Train Station. Howdy, on this, howdy. On this special day, I guess. I'm Feli. I'm a German from Munich, Germany, who lives in Cincinnati, Ohio. And I'm Josh. I'm an American who is from Cincinnati, Ohio, and has been back and forth between Germany a whole bunch and speaks German. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it more concise now. A summary. I yeah. think that at this point, most of them know us. And if you don't Hopefully. know us, go and listen to the first couple episodes as well. Right. It'll we don't care we if you don't know us. Just go yeah. back and listen. Um, yeah, today is a special day for two reasons. First of all, this episode is going to come out on Thanksgiving. So, so happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. So quick thought that just came to my mind. Why don't people say Merry Thanksgiving and only Merry Christmas? People don't really use the word Merry except, except for, Christmas. for Christmas. Yeah. And oh, what's interesting, interesting too is in the UK, oftentimes people will say Happy Christmas. Mm-hmm. I've heard that before. Which you wouldn't say in the US. No, I don't think I've ever said it, but I've heard it and I was like, huh, interesting. That mm-hmm. I never even thought about it before that you could say happy and people just stone because you're so used to Merry yeah. Christmas. Yeah, Merry just, Chris- it's always Merry Christmas. It's in all the songs yeah. too. Like all Germans just know it too. Um, but yeah, the second reason why this is a special day is because the day that we're recording this today, which is November 22nd, is our one month anniversary of the podcast. Indeed it is. On October 22nd is when we released the first episode. So Big milestones. <laughs> Happy anniversary to us. <laughs> <laughs> So obviously today we're going to talk about Thanksgiving because that's the obvious topic today. Exactly. So yeah, we thought that we would, we, we had kind of actually forgotten that Thanksgiving was yeah. coming up. So um, we normally try to give ourselves a little bit more time to prepare and um, we tend to record in advance a little too. Mm-hmm. But um, so we just wanted to take some time out and talk about Thanksgiving, what it is in the US. Um, there's somewhat of an equivalent to G- in Germany, but it's nothing compared to yeah, like I mean, we have here. We don't really celebrate Thanksgiving. It's crazy because in the US, if for a lot of people, it's their favorite holiday of the mm-hmm. whole year. And yeah. like in the US, you also talk about holiday season or like the holidays, mm-hmm. which is like the entire month of November, pretty much. It's and pretty the entire much from month Thanksgiving until New Year's. Yeah, it's the and holiday so, season. And for us, that's not really the case because we don't have Thanksgiving. So for us, I mean, we have Adventszeit, so yeah. Advent time, which does start at the end of November, early December. Um, yeah, but we, we only have the whole Christmas-related stuff and not really anything else. But And you guys do the Christmas-related stuff really well, I have to say. We do. So we'll probably do another episode on yes. that when we get closer to Christmas. But Yeah, by the way, um, for that, if you have any like specific questions about like Christmas traditions yeah. or just yeah Christmas in the two different cultures in general, let us know because, we, as you said, we are going to record an episode about that. And I think it will be cool if there is like, any specific questions to yeah, for sure. answer those. Um, but yeah, what I was going to say is that in Germany, we don't really have Thanksgiving, so we don't celebrate anything in November, really. Yeah. But technically, there is an equivalent, as you said, and it's called... and and Dankfest. Danke. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, Antedankfest. Which essentially translates to Harvest Thanks. Thanks. Festival. Yes. Yeah. Which I guess has a very similar origin and and thought behind it. Mm -hmm. Um, I looked it up earlier because 
we do learn about Erntedankfest in elementary school in Germany, mm -hmm. but I've never actually celebrated it. I wonder when people stopped celebrating it too. Because yeah. like, I feel like probably back in the day when it was much more of a rural country, Germany, um, that there was probably a lot more people who celebrated, there were a lot more people who celebrated it. Yes, there were. And apparently it had different origins, like people from, you know, the different... I don't, maybe regions. not tribes, but yeah, different regions celebrated it at different times. And then there was also like this whole Christian thing. So I think nowadays it's mostly a thing that's related to the church in Germany that hmm, like interesting. in mass they do celebrate it. Um, and I think it was the, now I have to look it up again, but it's definitely sometime in September. So way earlier yeah. than Thanksgiving mm -hmm. here, which is in November. Um, Which makes I sense. I mean, I'm not a farmer, but I'm pretty sure most people are already done with the harvest by this time of year. Yeah. Here in the so US. So there's something to be thankful about. Yeah. Whereas like in in September, it's probably still kind of going on. Exactly. And it makes sense that also with, with Germany and Europe being further north than a lot of the continental United States, um, then it makes sense that they would celebrate it earlier because it gets colder sooner. True. If you didn't know, while you're looking up whatever you're looking up, Faley, there is a different date for Thanksgiving in Canada. Mm -hmm. So Canada also celebrates Thanksgiving, but they cel celebrate it in October as opposed to the U.S. where we celebrate it in November, which also I think has to do with just the fact that it gets colder in Canada sooner than it does in the U.S. Okay, so I just looked it up, so I was actually wrong. I think that I read that some of these like other thanks or not Thanksgiving, but Antidank celebrations were celebrated at the end of September, but the church one is usually celebrated on the first Sunday in October. Interesting. Nowadays, okay. but as I said, I've personally I'm not um, religious, mm -hmm. um, and not a lot of people in Germany are religious nowadays, um, and so I've personally never celebrated it. It's just interesting that in Germany it is so closely associated with the church it sounds like apparently i mean i like i looked it up earlier because i totally know the term i totally know that mm -hmm. we did talk about it in elementary school but that's really all i knew about it so i looked it up and i was like what happened to this yeah. thing like that i learned about back in the day and that's where where when i saw that apparently it's mostly celebrated in church mm -hmm. nowadays yeah because i feel like in in the u.s like you have thanksgiving and you have Christmas, I would definitely say that Christmas is obviously the more religious of the two holidays. Yeah. And almost everyone in the U.S. will celebrate Thanksgiving because it's not as closely associated to Christianity mm -hmm. as, as, Christmas as Christmas obviously yeah. is. That's what I would have thought too about Antedankfest. Mm -hmm. It also doesn't really, the name doesn't sound particularly Christian sounds, or anything. It sounds like it was probably one of those things that the church tried to take over from yes. pagan traditions. Yeah, that's definitely what it is. So, but no, kind of like we were saying, there's, there's a German version, um, but I think most people in Germany know what Thanksgiving is in yes. the U.S. They may not know all of the details of it and exactly kind of some of the history, but they, they've at least heard of Thanksgiving and know that it's something that they celebrate in the U.S. Yeah. So, I mean, what is there to know about it, Josh? Teach us about it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, just as a disclaimer, I'm not a historian. I don't know all of the ins and outs of the history of Thanksgiving, nor did I do much research for this. I don't think we need to know all that. I think just knowing what the everyday, yeah. normal, standard American knows about it is, is going to be enough. Exactly. I would preface also by saying that, like you were saying, Thanksgiving is almost like the American holiday. Mm -hmm. Like it's most people I feel like will travel back to their families to be yeah. with their big family in their 
hometown with everyone for Thanksgiving. Which is crazy because right now during COVID, this is such a big factor in the U.S. Because yeah. in Germany, we do worry about Christmas when people are mm -hmm. going to travel home. But in the U.S., it's very common to travel home twice yeah. within just a pretty short amount of time. So. But even then, I was going to say, I feel like most America Americans would go home for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And then it's more important for them to be with their nuclear family. Got it. For Christmas. Christmas. Mm -hmm. So I, I would... I'm pretty sure the numbers support that Thanksgiving is the day in the U.S. with the most travel, even more than Christmas. Mm -hmm. um, but stepping back, I guess, kind of what is Thanksgiving and how do we learn about Thanksgiving as children? And what does your average American know about Thanksgiving? Um, I have distinct memories of back in elementary school making like like having coloring projects where we'd have to cut out like the pilgrims and the Indians. Mm -hmm. um, And that's kind of how we get kind of indoctrinated with the history of Thanksgiving. So I kind of throwing it back to you real quick. What do you think the average German knows about Thanksgiving or where it comes from? It's very possible that the average German knows more about it than I do. Um, I know that it has, as you just said, I knew that it had something to do with the pilgrims. I knew that it had a different um, origin as the German Antedankfest, where it's like obviously to be thankful for mm -hmm. what you have, thankful for the harvest, thankful for the food. But um, that's honestly, that's really all I know. And of course, like I know that tur turkeys are like yeah. the main symbol for yeah. Thanksgiving. No, for sure. And I think... Like I said, this is just kind of the narrative that you grow up with in the U.S. It doesn't mean that it's 100% historically accurate. Um, and I know that there are a lot of controversies about like the narrative mm -hmm. of the relationship between the pilgrims and the Native Americans and how that all developed. Right. But essentially, the way that we're taught is there's a group of people who came over from England on the Mayflower, which was a boat. And they landed in Plymouth, which I believe is in Massachusetts. Which is a story that we do learn in, in school, too. I believe in English class we did learn that. But I don't think that when we learned it, we learned anything about the association with Thanksgiving. Okay. Like with the holiday. Interesting. Yeah, we just learned about it as like, I guess, the pilgrim yeah. story. <laughs> yeah, so the pilgrims left the UK or England to have more religious freedom is what we're taught. So they were the Puritans. They were very, very strict Mm -hmm. Christians that didn't necessarily agree with the Church of England, so they left to have um, space to be able to practice their form of Christianity. So they cross the Atlantic Ocean and show up on the east coast of the United States in Plymouth. That Plymouth Rock is what they're is what we're taught. And the funny thing is that I remember that name so much because I remember that it was super hard for people to pronounce Plymouth. it because I'm pretty sure that we learned it in like sixth or seventh grade. So like pretty early on in our English mm -hmm. speaking journey. And like you totally don't pronounce it the way that it's written, that it's spelt or like at least yeah. when a German looks at it. Isn't Now I'm trying it to think how you actually spell M -O -U -T -H? it. M-O-U-T-H. <laughs> Plymouth. Yeah, it's P-L-Y-M-O-U-T-H. So like a German so at the first sight. Plymouth would probably. Exactly, yeah, that's Plymouth. Funny. <laughs> And I it's, remember. I'm pretty sure Plymouth is actually also a city in the UK. So I don't know yeah. if they actually left from Plymouth in the UK and then decided to name wherever they landed in in. It wasn't the U.S. at the time, but in North America is Plymouth. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But they show up at Plymouth and they decide this is where we're going to build our, our civilization. Um, but... They weren't the first ones there, obviously, because they were the Native Americans who already possessed that land and were living there and been living there for as long as people can remember. Um, so they show up and I guess N New England 
winters are really rough and they weren't going to be able to survive. And it was a really tough, there were tough conditions and they weren't prepared to be able to live in that environment. Um, So they show up and they're trying to build their civilization and the way that we're taught, and this is where I say again, I don't know if this is actually true or not, but the Native Americans taught them how to live off of the land mm-hmm. in New England, what they could eat, what plants they could grow, how to grow them. So they helped them to be able to get through the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know exactly when the first Thanksgiving was supposed to be. My timeline might be a little off, um, but essentially they had this big feast to celebrate the harvest, their first successful harvest. Mm-hmm. And they it was something that brought both communities together, the Puritans or the Pilgrims and the Native Americans. And they had this big friendship feast to celebrate the harvest and that they were all going to be able to survive or that they all did, sur- it would be they were able to survive because it's in the fall. Um, so yeah, it's the first feast of them just saying, we're thankful that we're going, that we were able to make it through our first year mm-hmm. and just taking it, pausing or taking a moment to pause and be thankful for everything that they'd accomplished and everything that they'd been given by God, um, and been able, being able to move forward. So it's just, that's kind of the story of the first Thanksgiving. So like in school, you always have to draw, draw the Mayflower Mm -hmm. and color the Mayflower and everyone puts like has little turkeys and you draw your turkeys and you make your little feathers for the turkey. And, um, I remember like we would have to make like these little paper hats where you would have like a headband and then it was like the hat that the the pilgrims would wear that was like on the front. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say that you had like a turkey in front of them. Oh, I'm sure we, there are people who do that (laughs) That too. That would be kind of American. Yeah. So like that's that's the story of the, of the first Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's kind of a fun story. Like I said, I don't know if it's historically accurate. Let's say it's the narrative. It's the narrative. And I'm sure there were a lot of diseases that the Puritans brought with them that then affected the native community. And I'm sure there was also violence and fallout between the native community and and the pilgrims. So I'm sure there are some dark sides to the story, but um, we definitely are more focused as a society on the positive of it. Yeah. On like the helping each other, being thankful, friendship, I guess. Yeah. And just like this huge feast, which mm-hmm. you still find to this day on Thanksgiving, right? It's like the main day of eating of the yeah. year. <laughs> so I was doing a little research too. And mm-hmm. obviously um, that was like in the 1600s, I think 1621. Um, I'm just looking at Wikipedia right now. Mm-hmm. But essentially, it wasn't an established holiday in the U.S. for a long time. So there were like two centuries, I think, of where just people would celebrate it, but it wasn't like a holiday. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until Lincoln was president, Abraham Lincoln was president, and I believe it was during the Civil War Mm -hmm. that they made it a national holiday in an effort to bring people together. Mm -hmm. I Um, think I might might have heard that before, too, mm -hmm. that it was like because of the war they wanted to like for people to like reunite yeah yeah so i mean we live in a pretty divided country right now but back then it was even more divided i mean there was a civil war going on so it's an interesting origin to it being a national holiday as well so since then it's been a a true holiday People have off of work. Most people get Thursday and Friday off unless you work in retail oh, yeah. with we Black Friday. We didn't even mention that it's always the third Thursday yeah, in November. Exactly. Yeah. It's always the third Thursday in November. Um, and there's kind of like this other quote unquote holiday that's grown out of it, which is Black Friday, which I don't like. Holiday. It's a very commercialized yeah. holiday. I used to work in retail and I hated having to work because I would then have to leave 
my family celebration on Thursday early because I had to get to work to be every be ready for everyone who was going to come at midnight. Yeah. Because I think this is something that Germans might not know because like in Germany, Black Friday has come over in the past few years. I think it's a pretty recent development, but there's like many, many Black Friday discounts in Germany now mm -hmm. too and like all over Europe. But I don't think that it's like that in Germany that it starts the night, like Thursday night yeah. into Friday. At least like... That's not how I remember it when I still lived in Germany. Yeah. I'm not sure if it has changed in the past two years, but like here it really starts Thursday night and like and pretty I think early in, at night too. Yeah, and I think also in the f last few years it's been getting better. Um, I think companies have been kind of pushing back further and further when it starts to be able to give people all of Thursday to be with mm -hmm. their family because that's the po that's the point of the exactly. holiday. You don't want to be stressed to like get to the stores because it's it's crazy. It's insane. It, I did it, it like it really is crazy twice. I think now. And everyone's out. I mean, hopefully not this year, you know. But yeah, I was going to say, this will be an interesting Black Friday this year, too. Yeah, but like the past few years, uh, under normal circumstances, people are lining up for hours in front of these stores in order to get these discounts. And it's mm -hmm. just so crowded in the malls and at the stores and the city centers. Yeah, I mean, like not city centers here in the Midwest, but I yeah. guess in like some cities it's like that. So it's insane. Oh, no, for sure. And people get really aggressive and yeah. there are always fights and police it's have stressful. to be called and people will fight over TVs. And it's it's, it's like really interesting. Exactly. That's period. what I was just going to say. It's really interesting how it's in such juxtaposition. Um, it's kind of the antithesis yeah. of what Thanksgiving is all about, being thankful for what you have and spending time with family. and Yeah. And like taking a break yeah and then like as i mean when when does it usually start around like 8 p.m or so or is, oh, does it no, start most earlier most people start earlier because i think i'm not a big football person um but they're normally thanksgiving day football games mm -hmm. that people will watch and um i i would say and this is just in my family that we normally start like anywhere three or four and you really sp spend all afternoon together and then in the evening no i meant like when does the black friday oh stuff black friday start? start black friday normally starts I would say at midnight. No, so last year when I went, I definitely went like way before midnight and was already crazy. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's just sad. So I that's why I asked because I, I, never... think, I think I went around like 8 or 9 p.m. Really? to the outlet mall. Yeah, and it was already insane. Oh, no. And we stayed until like 1. And so then like all the stores pretty much stay open, I guess, all night long oh, or yeah. like pretty late because, yeah, and then like if, if you really go on Friday itself... You've already missed out on a bunch, yeah. probably. So it's no, for this sure. stressful first come first serve thing, which, yeah, it's just insane. It's I've like, only really been Black Friday shopping once, and it was mm -hmm. in high school, and it wasn't all it was chalked up to be. I mean, it just was kind of like it. Like I said, it just felt kind of icky to me personally. Yeah. But my family puts a lot of importance on Thanksgiving and really yeah. taking a break. Um, but yeah, that's that's what Black Friday is. Yeah, and uh, I guess like since I said in Germany it's come over, but I don't think that it actually starts on Thursday in Germany. Well, also just how holidays in general work with German retail stores, like it's a lot more difficult. Like you would never be able to get people to go into a retail store and work a retail store on a holiday. On an actual holiday, an actual yeah. But holiday. I mean, like we don't celebrate Thanksgiving, so for us there's yeah. no holiday there. Um, but I mean, here also, like where it comes from, I guess, is because most people, as I think I interrupted you earlier when you tried to say that, most people have the Friday off as well mm -hmm. because like Thursday is an, a national holiday, and then like we call it Brückentag Br yeah, in, bridge day. in German. Like the Friday, usually most companies, or at least many companies, I guess. Most give, office jobs, I mm -hmm. would say. Get, uh, let their employees stay home that day, too. So, like, I guess that's 
originally where it came from because mm -hmm. people are off and they have time to shop and it's close to Christmas. Yeah. And so it, they're going to want to buy a bunch of stuff and mm -hmm. they're going to want the discounts. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of the history of, of Thanksgiving in a nutshell, or the narrative that exists here in the U.S. about the history, and then also Black Friday, which um, it's a shame that you can't talk about Thanksgiving with having to talk about, without Black having Friday. to talk about Black Friday, but it, it is what it is. Maybe it'll go back after this year. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> but that's another thing, too, is the CDC, which is like the Centers for Disease Control here in the U.S., which is the body that gives out all of the recommendations for um, COVID guidelines is recommending people not have um, Thanksgiving. And if they do, then to quarantine for two weeks before and then also two weeks after. And um, it's just a tricky time in the U.S. And it it's is. a tricky time all over the world, obviously, especially. But the fact that we have this extra holiday. Yeah. Because, um, like, I mean, all, almost the entire world is going to have to deal with it over Christmas. Yeah. Um, Germany for sure, but at least we don't have Thanksgiving too. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. So maybe we should talk about kind of like the Thanksgiving day, like what people yeah. tend to do at Thanksgiving. You've been to an American Thanksgiving before, right? Yeah. I mean, I've never like had my actual family here to yeah. celebrate, but I did celebrate, let me think, did I celebrate it every year here? Now I got to think, Six, 2016, 2017, Okay, 2018, I was in my master's program and I was so stressed out. Um, like this was the most stressful master's program you could have ever done in my personal experience. Um, I did not have time. I was okay. I was writing a paper that day. So Dang. I guess I skipped Thanksgiving that year. And then last year, 2019. Yeah. So I did spend it like at a family's home twice. Mm -hmm. And then one time I was with a family, but they decided to go to a restaurant instead. <laughs> so I think that was my first one too. Yeah. So like my very first American Thanksgiving experience. Not particularly traditional. Yeah, it was like at a restaurant, but there were actually a lot of families there. I was yeah. very surprised about that. Kind of goes back to what we were saying about kind of cooking and making things special and convenience. Yeah. Um, uh, one thing before we get into the actual like family Thanksgivings is it's very common in the U.S. to also have a Friendsgiving. Yes. So you have Thanksgiving Day is normally reserved for your family or very close friends. Um, but it's also very common in the lead up to Thanksgiving to have an evening where you just spend with your friends and you have a Thanksgiving dinner, but with your friends and it's called thing, uh, Friendsgiving. And I remember, and I think you were actually at this one, but when I lived near the university mm. still, um, I had a big Friendsgiving for the international students yeah. that I knew. Yeah, I was there. And I think we had like 20 people, yeah. like we had two big tables pushed together and yeah, you helped, you came over early with the German speakers and we actually made some of the food and... Or maybe we? maybe just I'm not sure. <laughs> maybe you showed up later, but Teresa was there. Yeah, I think I think I had an event that day that I worked, and mm -hmm. then I came afterwards. Ah, uh, that's possible. But essentially, we made a big turkey, and the turkey actually caught on fire. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> I wasn't there for that, but I think I saw the videos yeah. of it. Yeah, so it caught on fire, but we were able to put the fire out pretty, pretty quickly. Crazy. So we saved the turkey. But that's the kind of friendsgiving. It you get all your friends together. Yeah, and, and many people have that like the weeks leading up to mm -hmm. Thanksgiving. So sometimes like every weekend or like even during the week, there's like friendsgiving events. Yeah. 
yeah. obviously again this, this year, year not so much but I think that one year that you were talking about I think I attended like four different Friendsgiving events which is pretty cool and, and like a nice little tradition yeah, for sure. and the interesting thing is that that's actually something that has come over to Germany too mm-hmm. um, definitely not everyone does this but especially in my generation people like, have been to the US the more like Americanized stuff, yeah. um, generation not only people who have been over I think just also a lot of people who like follow American pop culture a yeah. lot American politics um, yeah have like some kind of what would you say not even association with the US just like a An love affinity. yeah, yeah. Um, and, and they do it like a lot of people my age it's a nice tradition I yeah mean, because you don't we have don't to really be have American that in Germany to, to do it Exactly. It's just like a nice occasion to get mm-hmm. all your friends together and have this nice food. And then, like, of course, people in Germany love to make it typical American. Yeah. So they like to, like, set up decorations and yeah. actually make, like, a turkey if they mm-hmm. can find one. Because, like, apparently it's not very easy to find turkeys in Germany and, like, make the traditional American foods yeah. and stuff like that. So that's an interesting development that I think is even more recent than the Black Friday thing. Mm-hmm. It's, like, I think really pretty new in Germany. Yeah. And another thing with that Friendsgiving that we had with all of the international people, it was fun for me because we all at my family, we always have the same food every year. Mm-hmm. But then we had people from a whole bunch of different European countries who came over. Um, so it was fun because people Thanksgiving is very much structured like a potluck. So each group will bring a dish. Yeah. Buffet um, is what we say in German. Uh, interesting. Yeah. You didn't know that? A buffet? Buffet. Yeah. yeah I mean, for us, that's something different, obviously. Like a, bu- a buffet is like where you go and all of the food's prepared and you just go up to a counter and get it. Kind of like Yeah, a, I guess for us, we use that for both of those oh, okay. things. No, I didn't yeah. realize that. But it was fun for me because I'm used to the same dishes over and over again. And I specifically remember the Spaniards writing, oh, we'll bring tortilla. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. I mean, if you want to bring tortillas, like that's fine. But I don't know what we're really going to eat it with because I'm... Me- I, I'm used to Mexican, Spanish, right. and and Latin American culture where you have tortilla is like a flour tortilla that's flat. Yeah. But it's not. It was like a tortilla de papa or patata, um, which was like a omelet. Yeah. So I was very confused when they first wrote that, but it was fun because like then I got to try a couple dishes from other parts of the yeah. world too. I think I've only had that like maybe twice or three times. Like I had it like some Spanish person made it in Germany once mm-hmm. where I had it first, I think, and then I, I probably had it at that yeah. Thanksgiving because I was there too. Yeah, I don't think I brought anything German that day because I think, as I said, I was pretty stressed out. But I have before, um, for another Friendsgiving, I've made um, Bavarian um, knudel dumplings. Uh (laughs) But yeah, that's kind of Friendsgiving, right? Yeah. So moving on to your traditional family Thanksgiving, um, we, like I said, we always tend to have the same dishes. Mm -hmm. So the main dish is always the turkey. The turkey, obviously. Yeah, so depending on what size of the group is some people won't have a full turkey but it's very common to get an entire turkey yeah um and one thing that's interesting too is a lot of companies as like just a nice gesture for thanksgiving will buy you a turkey oh so your company will give you a turkey wait like they give you an actual turkey or they give Sometimes. you like some kind of coupon both oh, i know wow. companies that will give you an actual turkey and then i know companies that will give you like a voucher or that's cool yeah so they want to help you out around thanksgiving and they're nice. thankful for your help so here's a turkey because cool. um, turkeys i don't think are cheap yeah, see, me as a vegetarian, yeah. I'm like the worst person to ask this, but like I have heard apparently that like it is very hard to get turkeys. I actually in think Germany. I got the turkey that we had for our friends giving from my company mm-hmm. where I was co-op. Is it pretty hard to like get a turkey the days leading up to Thanksgiving? Do you kind of like have to reserve it and I stuff don't know. like that? Okay. I don't know because my parents always take right. care of that. Um, 
Do people like buy it weeks in advance and then put it in the freezer? I don't know about weeks in advance, but days in advance, yes. Days for sure, yeah. Yeah, no, you it you have to secure your turkey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's so many things that you could talk about. My gosh. Um, so the com- uh, it's very common for companies to give you money or the turkey itself. Um, but the main dish is the turkey, and then mm-hmm. there's stuffing, which goes in. The, you don't have to put it in the turkey to cook it, but it's re- traditionally stuffed into the turkey to cook. I was so surprised about that because I think... As I said, I'm vegetarian, so I've never actually eaten the turkey at all of mm-hmm. the Thanksgivings that I've, I've been to. But at all of them, there was at least always stuffing on the side. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if it was inside the turkey as well. Mm-hmm. I think at some of them, it was only on the side. Yeah. And I was like, wait, stuffing, it's supposed to stuff the turkey. So why is it on the side? I thought it was kind of weird. I think traditionally it was cooked inside of the turkey. But nowadays, most people don't do that. Like my yeah. grandma... One of my grandmas always makes the stuffing and she doesn't cook it inside the turkey. She just has like a sheet pan of of stuffing. It's just interesting that it's still called stuffing. Yeah, I don't know Because that seems like... So what is stuffing then exactly? Good question. <laughs> I don't really know. It's I, kind of I, like bread. bread. Yeah. It's like old bread maybe. That's. It's kind of like knudelteig yeah. just cooked. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know my, my grandma cuts up a couple of vegetables and puts it in there. Like I think she normally has celery in there, maybe onion. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be honest, I don't know exactly what's in stuffing. That's look it up people. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's good, especially if you put a lot of gravy on it. Mm-hmm. So there's always gravy at Thanksgiving as Which well. Which is the sauce. Yeah. It's yeah. the sauce. Well, how, I don't know how to translate that into German. I That's guess a it's good like, question. It's, it's pretty greasy, like, right? It's, it's almost like, like a bratsauce, maybe. Bratensauce. Yeah, bratensauce. Mm-hmm. But, so, but so it has a lot of fat, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't it's, usually it's eat it either because of the whole like animal yeah. thing. It's definitely not a vegetarian sauce. Um, no. I don't, but I, you're right. I don't know how to translate it. And it's very it. thick too, usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, it's not very runny. It's not, it, it, it definitely has a good viscosity to mm-hmm. it. Um, and it's normally a brown sauce. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you... Stuffing, you can put your gravy on top of the stuffing and that makes it delicious. And then there's a bunch of sides usually. So other traditional things that go along with it then are mashed potatoes. Delicious. My grandma makes amazing mashed potatoes with lots and lots of butter in them. Mm -hmm. Um, What else? There's cranberry sauce. Mm -hmm. Um, That you usually eat with the turkey, right? Or what do you eat with? Well, my family does cranberry. So yeah, traditionally there's cranberry sauce. But my family does a little bit of a variation on it where we do like a cranberry like jello thing. Mm-hmm. I've seen that a lot actually. Which mm-hmm. is really good. Um, so I don't necessarily eat it with the turkey. I'll eat it by itself oh, or normally just... with some of the stuffing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It all mixes together on your plate. Got so. it. But I don't think you have to eat it with the turkey per right. se. Um, what else is there that's traditional? Sweet potatoes is something that's very, very um, traditional. Sweet potatoes or yams. I don't really think there's a difference between a sweet potato and a yam. Maybe there is. I don't even know the other word. Okay. But yeah, sweet potatoes. I refer to them as sweet potatoes. That's what we're going to call them. Um, sweet potatoes, you can prepare them in many different ways. But what my family always does is like a sweet potato souffle, which is mm. delicious, um, with brown sugar on top and walnuts and lots and lots of sugar um, and butter. It's a very heavy meal. Yeah. Like you have to wear an elastic waistband because you're going to be significantly larger walking out of the door yeah. than you were when you walked in. Mostly carbs. Yeah. I think there's usually only like maybe one or two dishes with a few vegetables in them. And even then they are doused in oil yes. and 
I was going to get to the green mm-hmm. beans. My grandma always makes green beans mixed with bacon, mm-hmm. which is and also delicious. I think many people make like a bunch of casseroles, like mm-hmm. green bean casserole yeah, or like green sweet bean potato casserole. casserole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are all very common um, traditional things. Yeah. What else is there? Well, I think sometimes, I'm not sure if this is super traditional, but like mac and cheese, I've seen I wouldn't a lot. Say, I mean, uh, you're never going to find Americans who are going to say, oh, I don't want any mac and cheese. If there's mac and cheese there, people yeah. will eat it. But I don't think of it as a traditional. Okay. I've definitely um, seen it at almost all the Thanksgivings that I've okay. been to. And then I guess. Um, it's a good dish to share. Mm-hmm. And then there's usually on top of all this other carb stuff, there's like buns usually. Oh, yeah. Like the. Hawaiian rolls is what my family mm-hmm. always gets, but you can get different types of like buns. They're like really sweet and soft very, for yeah. the German um, preference of, of Yeah, they're taste. very squishy, very soft. Yeah, more I like a, I guess, Milchbrötchen or something like that mm-hmm. in German. Yeah. Just very sweet. In general, the whole Thanksgiving meat, so the first, uh, not meat, the whole Thanksgiving meal, the first time that I actually did celebrate Thanksgiving with a family, I was very surprised because like... To me, I always thought of all of these things as like savory dishes, mm-hmm. but then everything is so sweet. I mean, obviously, sweet potatoes are going to be a little bit sweet, but then many people, as you said, put a bunch of sugar in them. And mm-hmm. then some of these things are like, um, uh, what's the word? Um, überbacken. Yeah, there's like a caramelized top or... Like with marshmallows sometimes yeah, even. Mm-hmm. Like especially I think I've seen the sweet potatoes um, with, yeah, that's very with common marshmallows. To marsh- I don't like that particularly. Which is but- like... Interesting, because literally the whole Thanksgiving meal was mainly sweet. A- again, mm-hmm. I did not eat the turkey. I'm assuming that the turkey isn't particularly sweet. I no. don't know. <laughs> the, no, turkey tastes like turkey. Yeah. But, but another like, thing is, like, turkey is also filling. In turkey, I'm pretty sure there's a compound in turkey that makes you even more tired. Like, oh, okay. So if you eat all of that food, everyone just wants to take a break. Yeah. And just, like, a lot of people will sit on the couch and watch TV oh, afterwards. Yeah. Um, another thing that people tend to do is, like, play football outside with your family. That's a nice thing. Yeah, like get outside. And especially nowadays, I feel like people don't do that quite as much, like with all of the electronics that we have, television, Mm -hmm. phones, computers. um, People get outside and play, like they'll play yard games if the weather's nice. Um, That's very, very traditional. Right. Um, Well, let's go back to the food because we didn't talk about desserts. Dessert, yeah. (laughs) Don't worry, I didn't forget about dessert. As a little kid, I, I would always eat so much food this is not just a Thanksgiving, but just in general. And I would complain about being so full. And then they would say, but what about dessert? And I said, oh, but my, my dessert pocket is empty. Like yeah. my stomach had different pop- pockets and the main meal was full, but the dessert pocket. I think all kids used empty. to say that. Yeah. Or like, especially with ice cream, I think. Yep. Like ice cream mm-hmm. always fits in. It yep. doesn't matter well, it how full you are. It, it melts and it just <laughs> kind of fills in the, you know, that's in your stomach. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dessert. The traditional dessert for Thanksgiving is pumpkin pie, which is delicious. Yeah, and pies are something that we don't really have in Germany. Now that you say that, I didn't realize it, but that's true. Yeah, pies are a very American type of cake, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it, for two Germans, we would call all of that Kuchen. Like, to us, like, they're... Because yeah. it's an interesting thing, because, like, Americans have an interesting perception of what cake is. Mm-hmm. A lot of those things, like... Oftentimes I hear people um, refer to cake as like, this is birthday cake, as if that's like its own type of cake, or yeah. like, this is yellow cake, or this is white cake. Yeah. We're like, that's not a type of cake to Germans. That's just its <laughs> color. That's not <laughs> a type of cake. That's but I guess we just have like a very, very different tradition when it comes to pastries and, yeah. and bakeries and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. So pies, pies to us are just like a certain 
type of cake, whereas mm-hmm. in, in English you would call, refer to it as a pie and not as a cake. But yeah, now that you say that, I mean, do most Germans really even know what a pie is? I think many Germans have TV? seen American Pie. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> which is a movie. Um, I think many Germans have seen it before, yeah. but probably not a lot of them have actually tried it. So yeah, um, yeah what is it, Josh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, essentially a pie comes into a pan that has maybe, I don't know how many centimeters that is, maybe like two, three centimeters tall, like edges, and probably a little more than that. So it has like a crust around yeah, and it. Yeah, and then what you do is in the pan, you'll put a crust down in it, which is often like a puffed pastry type crust, mm-hmm. and then you put filling inside of it, and then depending on the type of pie, like for example, apple pie, you'll traditionally put like strips of the of the crust on top, mm-hmm. like in a lattice form. Um, and it's just delicious. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of similar to German Obstkuchen, but usually mm-hmm. we kind of like mix the um, the batter with the fruit. And okay. like, I mean, there's so many different yeah. variation of, of cakes, variation, variations. variations. Yeah. So many different variations of cake in Germany, as I said. So like there isn't just one type of fruit cakes yeah. or Obstkuchen. Um, but it is, I guess that's like the closest to that. Like yeah. Apfelkuchen, for example, if you talk about mm-hmm. apple pie, because I don't even think we have any type of traditional pumpkin cake. Yeah. We just don't really have that in Germany. No, that's interesting. Um, I mean, pumpkin in general, I feel like maybe it has to do something with more of the American culture in the last couple years or decades. But is pumpkin really something that people eat in Germany? A lot, yeah. but I'm not sure oh, if yeah, it's I guess like you have a like traditional a Zuppe. Zuppe, yeah. yeah. And I mean... Pumpkins do grow in Germany naturally, mm-hmm. yeah. or I guess, I don't know about naturally, but like they can grow there mm-hmm. in like the regular climate. Um, I'm not sure actually if it ha- if it is a more recent trend yeah. that we eat um, pumpkin soup, but we do eat it. But, yeah. you know, like we don't really eat it as something sweet, which again, mm-hmm. like in America, many people eat everything in a sweet manner, which yeah. is interesting. But yeah, so um, pumpkin pie is traditional and you'll yeah. ha- normally have pumpkin pie with then whipped cream on top. Yeah, which is, which is delicious. I So I'm not the type of person that used to think that there's a thing that's too sweet. Like whenever people told me, oh, this is too sweet. I don't like this. Like I would be like, wait, what are you talking about? Like whenever I order like a dessert or a cocktail at a bar or something and there's a friend with me and they're like, can I try it? I'll be like, oh, you probably don't like it. It's probably too sweet for you. But then I came to the U.S. for the first time (laughs) and I celebrated my first Thanksgiving in the U.S. And I had like really, really, really sweet. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if it was pumpkin pie, but some kind of pie with really, really, really sweet whipped cream and ice cream. And I had yeah. such a sugar shock. I don't, is that a thing? Sugar you can, rush. Sugar rush. Um, I That was way too sweet for yeah. me. I was like, wow, this is not even good anymore. This I grew up just, on it. Ugh. So I, I love it. But I agree. It is very, very sweet. I mean, in general, everything is most, I don't want to say everything. Most things are sweeter in the U.S. Yeah. than they are in, yeah, in Germany. Yeah, the American version of things tends to be sweeter. Yeah, like the whipped cream even. Um, mm-hmm. Even the just the canned whipped cream is a lot sweeter here than it is in Germany. And in Germany, many people make whipped cream themselves. Yeah. And then either put almost no sugar or no sugar in it mm-hmm. or like, you know, a lot less than what you would buy at the store. So, yeah, I had a, a pretty big <laughs> sugar rush then. <laughs> but yeah, so then... Pumpkin pie is traditional, but people also have lots of different pies. So um, my family normally also has an apple pie, um, like a pecan pie or pecan mm-hmm. pie, or there are a couple of different ways of saying that word. Um, and then like a cherry pie is something mm-hmm. that we also have. So we normally have a decent assortment. Um, 
So that's kind of food. And then my family, we try to use Thanksgiving as an opportunity to bring our friends who maybe don't have family in town or who aren't able to travel um, into kind of the family to give them something nice on yeah. Thanksgiving because there are a lot of lonely people on Thanksgiving. Yeah. So you hear a lot. A lot of people tend to do that. Like um, I know my family normally has a couple friends who are single that they'll have. Um, my parents' friends will come and spend um, Thanksgiving with us. Yeah, that's really nice. They'll bring like some of them have daughters or some extended family that will come as well, and um, it's just a nice opportunity to really ma- take a time, take time out of your busy year and spend time with people. Yeah, that's pretty but awesome. That's kind of the gist of what Thanksgiving is, and now I really am, can't wait for Thanksgiving to come. <laughs> well, it's almost there. Yeah. Well, it is today for all the listeners, but as yeah. we said, it's a few days um, away still on the day that we're recording this. But I guess um, we did talk about some other traditions as like, um, what do you do, playing football with your Mm -hmm. family, just like, I guess, watching football Mm -hmm. too. Is there anything else that's like, that's a good question. uh, Typically Thanksgiving? That's a really good question. I don't think so. Okay. At least not, it's hard because what my family does doesn't necessarily mean that right. that's what other families True. do. But I guess what I um, was surprised about was that people do talk about Thanksgiving dinner, but mm-hmm. as you said, it's not actually dinner. Like people meet up usually pretty early mm-hmm. in the day. Like some people meet up around noon or 2 p.m. or yeah. 4 p.m. And then they eat pretty early, mm-hmm. which to a German, we would not call that dinner. Yeah, No, that that's right. And I think... It's just about spending the day together, too. Yeah. So um, it's kind of spread out throughout. Like like I said, you kind of spend time playing games or something yeah. after dinner. And I mean, my family, like I said, we, we just try to spend the afternoon together. So um, playing outside, playing games outside, we'll play um, normally a couple board games. Or my family loves the game Catchphrase, so we normally sit around and we'll play that. It's just yeah. spending time together. Yeah. So and whatever your family like really enjoys and that brings everyone together brings everyone together that's what you tend to do yeah that's pretty cool yeah pretty nice so now i think that's why people um are really trying hard this year to be able to continue to have that holiday so i know everyone in my family is being really conscious about who they're in contact with um, before seeing each other because my family's decided that we're going to see each other mm-hmm. um like my gr- one grandma who's very high risk said she's not going to come yeah but, that's smart um but yeah, so we're. I think everyone, I won't say everyone, but a lot of people are trying to be really responsible right now so they can have this holiday still. Yeah. But there are a lot of people it's really who, important. Yeah, there are a lot of people who have chosen not to, which I totally respect. And um, But it's still, it's a, that's a hard decision. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, did we cover everything regarding Thanksgiving? I think generally that's a pretty good overview of yeah. what Thanksgiving is. And I hope that... Um, Hope that you guys kind of get a better understanding of what it is and maybe in whatever country you are in that you can start doing something along these lines because it's it's fun. Like we said, you don't have to be American to, to do it. Yeah, and you don't have to celebrate it with your family either. You can just do the Friendsgiving yeah. version. I think I just thought of one more thing. Um, I'm not sure if every family does this, but the ones that I've attended, usually before they start at dinner, a lot of them obviously pray, mm-hmm. but then also a lot of them go around the table and everyone mentions one thing that they're yeah, thankful that's for. that's one thing that my family likes to do too, is we'll pray before, but then just over dinner, like while you're eating, people will take turns mm-hmm. saying one thing that you're thankful for from the previous year and... 
and it's, it's, yeah, it's just a really beautiful moment where people yeah. really just pause, which doesn't take place in this modern world too often. Yeah, and that's a really nice practice just in general, like mm-hmm. just to implement into your everyday life. And I guess it's kind of um, unfortunate that we don't have that in Germany because obviously Christmas is a holiday to be thankful for too and to be like giving and sharing things. Um, but at least my family doesn't do that. And I don't think a lot of other families do that thing where they actually go around the table yeah. and everyone just thinks about it for a second and takes the time to say out loud yeah, verbalize what it. they're thankful for. I think. And one thing that's cool too, that I really like about Thanksgiving is there's no presence. You know, it's True. not, it's not a commercial holiday. True. It's just about being together. And obviously there's a nice thing about giving a present to someone or a gift to someone, but just the fact that there isn't all of the stress of having to buy things and figure out what people want. Um, It's just about spending time together, which I think is a really beautiful thing. If you can't tell, it's probably my favorite holiday. Yeah, I think most, or not most Americans, but many Americans say that. Maybe most Americans, um, that might be true. I feel like whenever people talk about their favorite holiday in the U.S., it's usually between Maybe not even Christmas, usually between like Halloween and, and yeah. Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, the thing with Christmas is oftentimes, especially if your family is bigger, or if you're married, you're running around from household to household yeah, trying stressful. to see everyone. And it's just stressful. It's not a, it's not just like a breath, like it's not an opportunity to really relax. Right. Um, but yeah, that's Thanksgiving. Yeah. So the gist of it is that Thanksgiving is a beautiful holiday. Yes. That I'm kind of sad that we don't have that in Germany, yeah. but I guess this year is kind of a good thing. Yeah. So with that... Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. We hope that you already had a nice Thanksgiving dinner or if you're somewhere outside of the U.S. or in the U.S. and you decided not to celebrate it this year, that you at least had a nice day, maybe had a nice meal by yourself, enjoyed yourself, took some time to be grateful for whatever you have. Um, Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. And I guess with that, we're going to move on to our new segment. Josh and, that's, and Feli wollen's wissen. <laughs> Josh and Feli wollen's wissen. Josh and Feli want to know it. Uh, um, I guess our like new Q&A segment that we're going to squeeze in whenever we do have some extra time. And when we have questions. Yeah. Well, we do have a lot of questions, I think. So the first question that I picked comes from Mikey. From Mikey69. Yeah. And he asks or says, I have listened on the YouTube video several times and maybe I missed this, but did Faley take any classes in English during her undergraduate degree in Germany? Is this mandatory at all the university level in Germany as it is for primary and secondary school? So my answer is no, um, I did not take any English class in university and it's not mandatory because usually university in Germany works in a way that, first of all, a bachelor's degree only lasts for three years instead of four years in the U.S. Um, and part of the reason for this is that we don't take any like general education classes at German university. We only take classes that are directly related to our major or major and minor Um They do offer language classes at most universities, but it's usually voluntary. And um, I personally did not see the need to take like English classes. Some people take the opportunity for like free education and learn a new language. I personally did not do that. Um, So no, the last time I took an English class was in 12th grade in in high school. And I think that's an important thing too for like Americans at least understand is that the level of German that or the level of English that Germans tend to speak coming out of gymnasium, which is the highest high school that would you have to essentially go to to be able to go to college, mm-hmm. um, 
they're reading Shakespeare. Yeah. Like, it's a pretty high level. Yeah. I actually, I'm not even sure if I personally read Shakespeare in my classes, but we did read um, Of Mice and Men. Yeah. And, like, some other book that I now forget. Which, those are all <laughs> works that we read in the U.S. in high school as well. Yeah. And then, like, for our English Abitur, so, like, the final big exams that are really, really huge in Germany and really important, we usually, like, the English tests, because I did take my my English abitur to usually usually only have to take it in five different subjects. Um, but usually a language is mandatory. Um, and usually part of this is mainly like interpreting things, understanding things. It's not so much typical language stuff with translating or it's something like that. more applied language. Yeah. The next question comes from kpeaches29. Um, and this is actually a German question. And so what we're going to do is we're going to read it to you in German tell you what it means in English, and then we're going to reply to it in German with subtitles. But um, this Subtitles was like, for those of you who are watching the YouTube video, and we'll give you a summary right. afterwards in English of what we say. Kind of forgot about the <laughs> audio-only people. But we've had a lot of requests where people want more German. So, And we we like have been thinking about this mm -hmm. the whole time. I think we even talked about it in the first episode, that this is something that we do have in the back of our minds. And um, let us know in the comments below, maybe on YouTube at least, um, what you think about it, because we were kind of thinking about either doing full episodes in the future in German or implement little like German segments yeah. at the end or at the beginning or in the middle of, of some of the episodes. Um, but it's important, is, it's important to us for the non-German speakers um, that you guys don't feel cut out of the conversation. So yeah. we're just trying to figure out a best, the best way to make that work. Yeah. And of course, like on YouTube, we can insert subtitles. But first of all, it's a lot of work. And second of all, we don't want to exclude the audio only mm -hmm. people. So let us know what what uh, solution you would prefer. Yep. Um, but for this one, um, we're just going to do Back the to questions. Back to 29's yeah. question. So the question is, oh, actually, do, do you want to read it? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I suck at reading it. I, kinda, so I wanted to give people um, an opportunity to like hear you speak a lot of German, but you I, will. Uh, uh, sure, I'll read it. Ein großes Kompliment. Ich könnte euch stundenlang zuhören. Was wird eigentlich aus dem Podcast, wenn Josh in München ist? Würde dann ohne... Ah, wird dann... Wird er dann ohne ihn weitergeführt oder bleibt er uns erhalten? Er würde doch sehr fehlen. Viele Grüße. So the question is, what's going to happen with the podcast once Josh is in Munich? Because as you said before, you're going to move to Munich at the end of this year, yep. early January. Um, yeah, what's, what's going to happen? Also, in German, auf Deutsch. Auf yeah. Deutsch. <laughs> ähm, also ich bleibe auf jeden Fall dabei. Also macht euch keine Sorgen. Ich ja. werde weiterhin hier im Podcast sein. Wir machen das einfach aus, aus der Ferne. Genau, wir wussten das ja auch schon, genau, also bevor wir, wir den Podcast haben, gestartet den Podcast haben. Zu machen. Also wir wussten das noch nicht sicher, aber wir dachten, dass es das wahrscheinlich so sein mhm. wird, dass du dann irgendwann wegziehst. Und deswegen haben wir das schon mit dem Hintergedanken geplant, dass du dann wahrscheinlich genau. irgendwann weggehst. Aber es ist ja heutzutage kein Problem mehr. Es also gibt viele, also vor allem gerade in, in der Corona-Krise gibt es viele Podcasts, die das sowieso so auf, aus, wie sagt man denn, auf Distanz, aus der Ferne so machen, mhm. ähm, dass die zwei Hosts halt nicht dabei sind. Also nebeneinander sitzen, werden sie aufnehmen. Genau, wir werden ähm, es einfach separat voneinander aufnehmen und halt genau. natürlich über Zoom oder FaceTime oder sowas miteinander sprechen. Und dann und werden dann wir das, das Video also auch aufnehmen und dann auf YouTube posten. Also das ist zumindest unser Ziel genau. und schauen wir mal, wie das so läuft. Ja, dann wird auch sich die ganze Problematik erledigen, dass wir nicht mit der Kamera sprechen, was genau. sicher ab und zu Leute äh, Deswegen haben wünschen. wir uns auch da am Anfang nicht so viele Gedanken drüber gemacht. Ja, weil wir werden dann sowieso frontaler mit ja. der Kamera sprechen und dann entweder unsere Zoom-Aufnahme direkt aufnehmen oder halt eine Kamera aufstellen ja. und das dann frontal mitfilmen und dann genau. halt Splitscreen zusammenschneiden. Aber so ist der Plan. Also 
Ich bleibe auf jeden Fall dabei. Ja. Okay, quick summary of what we just said. Um, so we are going to continue the podcast yeah. once Josh is in Munich. We're just gonna record it separately. Um, he's gonna take his microphone with him. We're just gonna communicate via Zoom or FaceTime. Exactly. Just put and it then, together afterwards. Exactly. So then we'll still put the Zoom conversation with our our video on YouTube so you guys can still see that. And those of you who have not liked the setup that we've chosen to stick with when we were in person, um, you'll have your your wish of being able to see our, our beautiful faces on yeah. screen from <laughs> front on. But thank you, danke, to kpeaches29. So our third and final question that we're going to answer this episode is from Ivly. At first I read Elvis, but that's definitely Evils. not what it is. <laughs> E-I-V-L-Y-S. Drenol. I don't know how to pronounce your name. I'm sorry. Um, but this person asks us, in what language do you count or dream? Okay, so we have answered this question before in the video, actually, that you were in on my YouTube channel. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. And I've answered it so many times in, like, live streams and Q&A sessions and I think just Q&A videos. Um, I'm not sure what language I think or dream in. This is just a very specific thing about me, though, I think. Um, like, I usually don't remember what language I had a conversation in unless, like, obviously it took place with someone who only speaks that one language. But especially, like, with you, for example, if we talk about something and then like three days later you'd ask me what language we had that mm -hmm. conversation in i probably wouldn't remember yeah. because it's all about just the content i usually don't remember what language i watched a movie in unless like the dubbed version was particularly bad or something like that um so i'm usually not sure i'd say that i probably dream in both languages mm -hmm. i don't usually remember um dialogues from my dreams yeah. i usually just yeah, wake that's the up thing and, about dreams are kind of wishy-washy yeah. in a way i would say for me um, I tend to remember what language I had dreams in, um, and I'd say right now most of my dreams are in English because I'm I mostly speak English all day, or yeah. I won't say all day, but a lot of the time. Right. Um, my brain tends to be in English, so for that reason I tend to dream in English, but when I'm in Germany I definitely dream in German a lot. Mm -hmm. um, or if I've had a weekend with just German-speaking friends, then my dreams will be in German. Yeah. Well, the counting question I find yes, even more interesting because nobody has ever asked me that before. And I think I, I recently heard that on another podcast. And I think it's interesting. Those two people both answered that they both count in their mother tongue. Mm -hmm. And I do that too. Like I for sure, like even though it might even be quicker to count in English, I do like when I have to count something very quick or like I work out or something, yeah. I do count in German. And I do. I count in English. Yeah. Um, I do have to say that like my my default counting uh, language is definitely English. And if it has to be fast, it's English. Yeah. But I do tend to use German if like I'm playing a game and people are like counting what however many points they got and okay. everyone's really loud counting out loud oh. and I can't concentrate because you know when people are counting around you it's hard to remember yeah. what number you're on I'll switch to German in my brain then because then I'm not distracted as much because really? my brain's in German because yeah, you're so. all in the German mode so you yeah. don't even understand English exactly. anymore <laughs> pretty much pretty much I'm so focused on counting in German then um, that's funny but yeah that's that's my little trick to be able to concentrate maybe when, I should try that yeah sometime. try it but I would say I mean it makes sense that most people count in their native language um, because that's one of the first things you learn, yeah. you know, besides like mom and dad and apple and dog, yeah. you learn how to count. Yeah. Your ABCs and it's and so, count. it's so much connected to yet, like the meaning of it, because usually when you count, just it's, you, you count for yourself. Yeah. I mean, I guess like if I have to count in front of other people, I'll do it in English because I don't want to like yeah. exclude them. But if I just count for myself, it's just all about the meaning. And I guess 
your first language mm -hmm. is always going to be the language with the most meaning to yeah. you. That's we'll have to ask a, a guest that we're having on here soon who grew up bilingually what yeah. they do because both of us learned our second language later on in life. So yeah. it'd be interesting to know from the perspective of someone who grew up speaking both languages so yeah. they don't really have one native language. Right. Um, then maybe it, it might be the quicker uh, language. Yeah. 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 Okay. But that's, that's, that's the story for us. That's this week. Um, we hope that you guys have enjoyed this episode and continue to enjoy the content that we're producing. Um, if you guys have any questions that you want us to answer, we're going to continue to do this segment in our podcast from now on. So make sure that you either send us an email. You can reach us at understandingtrainstation at gmail.com. Yeah, or you can also just leave us a comment on all the different platforms like YouTube, Understanding Train Station, and of course, if you're already on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to our channel. Or you can, for example, comment on other platforms like Instagram. It's at Understanding Train Station. Yep. In addition to that, some of the people that tend to get responses faster from us are our Patreon or our supporters on Patreon, mm -hmm. um, just because we are on there and tend to respond to the messages. So if you want a personal response, then you can always support us on Patreon. There are a couple different levels um, of subscriptions that you can support us on and get extra content as well. There's some more German speaking content on there True. as well. Um, yeah, it's so, patreon.com slash understanding train station. Pretty simple. Yep. And you can also, if you don't want to commit to something like Patreon, but just want to shoot us a couple bucks, a couple dollars just <laughs> to help us out um, with everything that we're doing, we really appreciate it. And yeah, you can do that on a different platform, not Patreon, but it is called Buy Me A Coffee. And our website, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Faley, is buymeacoffee.com slash UTS podcast. Yes. The understanding train station thing was unfortunately too long for them, so I had to <laughs> get creative. So it's UTS podcast. Um, what else is there? Have we mentioned email before? We did. We did? Okay. I guess that's I think all. Your home commodities. Okay, yeah. that's actually related, in, related to another episode that's not yeah. even out yet. No, I know. Um, well, cool. We hope that you guys all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yes. And um, remember to be thankful for the things that we have. I agree with that. I have nothing else to add to that. See you next week. Yeah, tschüss, macht's gut. Bye.